Welcome to another Mother Podcast, a safe place for stepmoms to unravel the blended chaos and share lessons learned, the good, the bad, and the high conflict. We're your hosts, Dana and Amanda, just a couple of stepmoms who have struggled to find their role. Now let's grab a drink and talk some shit. All right, today we are talking about a really difficult topic that I feel like the whole world is obviously talking about and arguing about and divided about. (laughs) Um, And I find it's a huge, I mean, it's a huge issue to begin with, and it's a huge divide to begin with. But when um, we're dealing with pandemic, lockdowns, vaccines, everything, as well as being in a blended family, I feel like it's just like utter chaos. What do you think, Amanda? Yeah, I mean, like as blended families, I feel like there's already so much division and there's always something to argue about in a blended family and adding this on top of it for those of us that may have a difference of opinions with our um, bonus children's extra parents or other parents. Yeah. Um, it's just that extra layer, you know, and it's like everyone's tired and frustrated and bonus moms and bonus dads are getting the extra layer of it. Absolutely. Um, I think we can start off with a positive though, before we get too deep into things. Um, I know we definitely have one amazing thing to celebrate your son and his birthday. Yeah. So it was actually funny. So my youngest turned four yesterday. Um, A few weeks ago, I was showing him his birth photos and they are mostly crowning photos. So (laughs) (laughs) poor kid, he's looking at these photos and he's like, mom, you ate me in your butt. (laughs) And I'm like, I mean, I can see how you gather that from these photos. And a couple days ago, I'm going to have to put it on our, on our Instagram page, but he's in the back seat and I hear him talking to his brother and I heard him go, mom pulled me out. And I was like, I was like, buddy, what'd you say? He's like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Carton and I'm telling him you put me out. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you know what? In the most four-year-old way ever, that's the best way to explain it. (laughs) Right? So now I just keep telling him he's a turd. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yeah, you are. I pooped you out. <laughs> I pooped you out. It's true. You know yeah. what? I do remember though, like at one point during my son's birth, like literally getting on all fours, like, cause I was pushing and nothing was working. They made me get on all fours. I'm like, I like they were trying to get me to give birth like doggy style. And I was like, I remember looking at my sister and being like, this is so fucked up. Like, <laughs> Like, you could fucking vaginally poop your kiddo. Like, what do you do? He's not wrong. Pooping is just not something. Like, I don't talk about it with my husband. It's just not. I wasn't raised like that. And I worked in healthcare for a period. And it was just like, that's all anyone in healthcare wants to talk about. And then, I mean, it was honestly my biggest fear when I was pregnant any like anytime I was thinking about giving birth I was just like I would tell my husband I'm like I don't want you looking at me while I poop on a table like I just don't and he told me that I didn't 
but then afterwards told me that I did. So now he, every time my son's talking about me pooping him out, <laughs> my husband's like, yeah, I saw mommy poop on you. I watched it. <laughs> I watched it all go down, actually. So, this is my homeschool because these kids would have some weird things to say to their teachers. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad he got to see those. I was like, <laughs> I'd be like a little hesitant to even show them, but I love that you did. Well, that's what, like, my husband said, he was like, because I mentioned showing them, and he was like, don't do that. And I was like, I already did. If there's any age to show them, I'd rather show him now. I'm not going to show him when he's 15. No, no, no. This is, like, the perfect age. Right? And especially to hear that reaction, it just made it all worth it. (laughs) Yeah. And to know, like, they know where it comes from now. I mean, not quite the butthole, but it's around the same area. We're fine. (laughs) (laughs) He tells me I have two butts, so. You have two butts? I have two butts. Oh. My he, my niece, actually, she calls it, like, she calls when she was little, probably around his age, she would say that she has a front bum. <laughs> I was like, I mean, okay. I always taught my kids, like, just the names of them and just to get it over with. Um, so it was so funny because... My son and her are almost the exact same age. And they, for a while, they were so close. Like, they'd want to go to the bathroom together. Like, you'd literally have to, like, separate them because they'd want to go pee together or whatever. And she'd be like, oh, Aiden has a different front bum than me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we try to do, like, the anatomically correct words. Yeah. And... Um, like he still can't really say them properly, but he will tell me. And we had this conversation with um, Brooke from the struggling stepmom. And every now and again, he'll just walk up to me and be like, I have a peanut and Carton has a peanut. You don't have a peanut. No peanut. Yeah. (laughs) So I did try to tell him it was a vagina once and he says it, vagina. Vagina. Yeah. (laughs) So I like his version better actually. My nephew, he's he's 13 now, but he when he was younger, like they didn't really have that conversation with him. And so like like I remember his grandma was bathing him, babysitting him one night or whatever, and he was like, Grandma, when is my penis gonna get big like yours? <laughs> she was like, Who the hell is telling him what? <laughs> no. So he died and then we were all staying at a motel together, like after the flood happened in High River and everything. And so we were all staying together. And I came out like it was a hot, hot day. I was wearing shorts. And he's like, Auntie Dana, I can almost see your penis. And like, <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> People are going to think I actually have it. Now they're looking. <laughs> Uh, oh my god kids are the best well kids I'm glad we have positives this week because the last couple episodes have been rough <laughs> they have honestly I've been trying really hard to just like and I know I like you can say this all you want but like I've been really finding looking and finding the little things that are just like amazing and those yeah. are the things I know something to look forward to yeah yeah and just like just appreciating your kids like I know they're little shits like a lot but like just appreciating those things because they just 
all of a sudden one day they he's gonna say vagina and instead of ayina like you know what i mean like it's just you're just like when did he start saying it's so proper and <laughs> you know oh that's so sweet we need something in this crazy world right now we do we do um so i mean I know like your situation has changed quite a bit as far as custody and everything, but did you feel like things were much harder since COVID came around um, to be um, London? And did you find it more complicated or? Um, at the beginning, for sure. We lived in a different city than mm-hmm. my stepdaughter's mom. Um, so when lockdown happened, and she didn't drive. So she just didn't see her. So I think it was, she saw her maybe for the Christmas before COVID started mm-hmm. and then didn't see her again until the end of June. Oh my gosh. That's a long time. Yeah. And just like, didn't bother. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean that it was hard not to be resentful in that time, just because it's like, I understand things were stressful, but I mean, I was the one homeschooling and doing all the things and she couldn't even be bothered to like try to visit or take her for a weekend. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely frustrating. Um, But I mean, as time went on and more things came out, like personally, we weren't comfortable and still aren't comfortable with vaccinating our children against COVID. So, um, it was a little bit of a worry that maybe she would do that behind our backs. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, thankfully she doesn't really have much of a say about anything now. So I'm not super worried about it, but mm-hmm. what about you guys? Do you feel like it's been a concern of yours or? I mean, I personally, like, it's actually not even really a topic that, like, my spouse has really talked to um, Biomom about, um, which is crazy. Like, you can go this long and share a child and not really talk about this shit. But it's like, I think both parties were kind of nervous to, like, see what the other party's view was on it or what they're comfortable with and what they're not comfortable with. And... I remember they were kind of like, I mean, I think in the beginning, like we were all scared, right? Like none of us knew. There was too many. It was was so scary. The things that you would see in the news and everything. And I think after a while, after we were just like, okay, we can actually go out. We can actually go grocery shopping. We can actually do this. And, you know, we were kind of being a little more open. Um, They started kind of dropping their guard to and just like getting out and seeing people and stuff. And um, the only, the only conversation that they have actually had regarding COVID was about um, whether or not to get uh, my bonus daughter, the vaccine, because she is technically of age and which I think is bullshit by the way. (laughs) And um, they, they agree that it's not okay for her to be vaccinated and they, they don't feel that she needs it. We don't feel that she needs it either. And so I'm just like, I feel really good that we're on the same page about that. And I mean, I know most of her friends are vaccinated, but, um, Oh really? Yeah. 
yeah, I would say most of the kids. We actually, she has one friend whose parents are, but they don't feel like their kid needs to be, which is kind of odd, but I'm like, okay. I mean, everybody has their own, their own reasoning behind it and their own decisions and their own research that they're, you know, looking at. Um, but I'm just, I'm just glad like my, I was a little worried because it's become a trend. So it's become very trendy for the kids. Like I know they're like, Oh, which one did you get? Like I got Moderna and I got Pfizer and it's like a whole fucking thing. And it's disgusting. I, I have to say it's disgusting to me. Um, to me, it shouldn't even really be much of a topic. Like it's personal medical knowledge and like no one needs to know that shit. Um, so I was a little bit worried that it would make her want to like cave to whatever trend it is or, but luckily like she's afraid of needles. She doesn't, you know, we've told her, you know, we've gone this long, you are healthy. You know, we continue to eat healthy. We continue to take our extra supplements. Um, we take care of ourselves. We exercise, we get vitamin D. Like these are the things that are going to keep you healthy you know, and so she, yeah. she knows that. So that's wonderful. I Do you think. feel like because this was such a big topic that you guys were not finally, but it was one that you guys were on the same page about. Do you think that it helped create a better rapport between you or was it just once you had the conversation, things were, you moved on from it? I think it's just one of those things you had the conversation and moved on. Like they were also very, from what I gather, they were very much against the vaccine too, like getting it. But we, I've said since the beginning, they are people that need to get away. Like they need to go and vacation and do this in Vegas. And like, they go away multiple times a year. And I was like, I can't see them holding out and not getting it. Like they're going to get it because they're going to want to go away. And they think the vaccine is bullshit, but they got it anyway, just so they could go away. And so I think it works out because now they don't feel like they have to take her on those trips or feel guilty about it. They're like, well, I mean, you didn't want to get vaccinated. So, yeah. But that's also a tool that I also wonder if at some point they are going to cave and she'll cave because she wants to go, you know? Well, and even like you were saying, if they have a trailer in BC and it's required there. Yeah. So it's a bit, and again, I'm not like, I'm not sitting here saying like we're right and they're wrong or anything like that. Like, I feel like people are just doing what they feel is best for themselves. We personally have poured our heart and soul into researching this. And I just feel like the negatives really outweigh the positives in it. And it makes me very nervous and it makes my spouse very nervous. And so it's scary to think like, we don't know, they could totally do it. And like, we wouldn't have a say and it wouldn't matter what you do. You can't like, like going to court or anything like that. It wouldn't matter. It's done. Like what's done is done. Right. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just such a crazy world we're living in. And it's already so hard to co-parent with people that don't particularly get along with you or like you. Yeah. You know, now we're adding on these, like I said, layers of just hard topics. And I just really feel for those families that have been affected by this, whether it's their visitation or whichever. 
Well, I mean, I think we talked about this in the very beginning where it's like some people have not even let the other parents see their kids yet throughout all this. Like, it's like, I do fucking feel like so many people use this as such a damn excuse to fuck shit up more, you know? Well, just in the Facebook groups that I've been on, I've seen both um, children being withheld from there. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously just in stepmom groups, so I'm sure it's happening the other way around as well. But children being withheld from their dads because bio mom doesn't agree with the way dad and stepmom and the rest of their family are handling COVID. Yeah. And then the other way as well, where um, they are... um, Sorry, I totally just lost my train of thought there. I know, I can totally tell. I'm like, yeah, no, she's there. She almost has it. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, and it's gone. No, I totally, I, I, again, I'm not on Facebook anymore, but from what I was seeing when I was on there, I was like, oh my God. And it's, it's a scary thing to know that at, at any point in time, someone could do that. Yeah. Well, and I know a lot of people already have in their court orders, like who's allowed to make medical decisions. But Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm honestly a little bit curious if anyone has um, updated their court order or um, just added to it anything about vaccinations or COVID related anything. That would be interesting to hear. I think like, I mean, for us here in Canada, and it's probably different a lot of places, but like trying to get in to do something like that right now is like pretty near, like it's impossible you're on such a huge wait list. And honestly, the sad part about it is, is like, we may feel that way about COVID and the restrictions and the vaccines. Um, but honestly, like we would be laughed at a court. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably not wrong. Like we would be the ones that are in the wrong technically. Like I'm using that in quotations. Yeah, because they're vaccinated, right? Like you know well as well as I am. Like unvaccinated people have such a stigma right now, and I feel like everybody is entitled to their reasoning behind it. And some people, for sure, just can't. And it's just sad because they're just treated like a leper, you know? Yeah, and I mean, we've had quite a few guests on from the UK and the UK obviously just scrapped their vaccine passports. Um, but for those that don't know, Alberta just started theirs today, actually. Yeah. So as of today, we're not allowed in anything fun, really. <laughs> yeah. Which but. I've been doing, I mean, I've always found different ways to have fun, especially with the kids anyway. So it, it does, it does suck. Like, yeah. Would I like yeah. to take my kids to a freaking pool during the winter time when there's not a whole lot to do and it's freezing out? Like, absolutely. But like, I or I have my reasoning just because I can't go in a swimming pool. That's not going to make me go, well, I guess I probably just should like, yeah. Yeah. The pool for us is definitely the big one, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're in the yeah. same boat. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just like if people have gone this far not doing it, it's for a reason. And I feel like nothing that they say is going to change that. But it's just, and it's hard to the effect it does have. Like I know on my stepdaughter, like she is hearing two different views of this and she's confused. And she's like, I, I've had. 
I've had multiple conversations with her, like sitting on her bed, just being like, hey, listen, like, I understand that this is really like confusing to you. And like, we feel a way and then not necessarily so much maybe her mom and her stepdad, but like, I know her grandma on that side is like, super duper, like, oh, safe, like, don't touch. And like, I think at one point, she told me like, her grandma sanitized her fucking straw at like a fast food place. And I was like, oh my God, girl. Yeah. Don't let her do that. But I was like, I totally sympathize with like being kind of stuck and not knowing maybe what to think or what to believe. And you're kind of just like doing what works for either side. And we don't pressure her to do a whole lot. I mean, fuck. I mean, at this point, like my, my son is homeschooled and she goes to school. Because yeah. we just want to keep things like not crazy for her. We just want to keep things somewhat normal for her, but it kills us. It kills us to send her to school. Do you feel like your kids are old enough to understand when you do explain things to them? Or are you experiencing um, like any distrust just from how often the rules are changing? Um, I mean, I think like it's, I think at at this point in time, like, I don't care what your view is at this point. Everyone's pissed off at the government. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like everyone voted liberal tonight. (laughs) Right. I feel like everyone is fucking pissed with their government right now in some way, shape or form. And in many different ways. Um, One thing that's been helpful that makes us feel like, okay, like we're kind of opening up her mind to thinking outside the box too is like um, we were told that her, her in her, one of her classrooms that they're starting to put on CNN, they're starting to put on the news for her to watch. They're doing like, you know, keeping an eye on these debates and everything, which is, you know, in some ways, wonderful. We don't agree with the news so much. Obviously you guys don't either. Not a huge fan. Um, so we were like, okay, she's like, yeah, we're, you know, and we're like, oh, like, what did you learn about the debates today? And she was kind of saying like, yeah, like they had good views. They had this view and this view. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, did you hear some of the questions about like the vaccine passports and, you know, restrictions and this and that, and like, you know, the, the real numbers. And she's like, no, they didn't talk about vaccine passports at all. And so we're like, oh, well, let us show you. So we watch Rebel News. We watch a different news source. I mean, we also do keep an eye on mainstream as well, but we were watching that during the debate. And um, funny enough, mainstream media cut out all the stuff from Rebel News reporters and what they were asking. (laughs) Right? So we sat at the table and we're like, oh, okay, so you watch this. She said, yeah. We're like, okay, we'll watch these parts. And it's like, all these politicians just refusing to answer about any of the vaccine passports, any, anything to do with any of our freedoms in the future going forward, they refuse to answer. Yeah. And she was like, Oh my gosh. She's like, no, this was not in it. And so she immediately went to the computer and like logged on to her like project and like started typing like just da, 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 da. Good for her. So I was like, okay, like, this is how we can empower these kids. Like, you know, we may not see eye to eye, but like, let's see the full story first. Yeah. 
Let's do our research. Stop giving half the story and expecting them to be able to make a full opinion. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, you know, I, I don't care, you know, who you think did what or whatever. To me, they're all morons, but, um, at least see the full story and you can see how they're handling things. You can see how they're handling questions and they can, you can see how they're going to be handling our future if it's their turn or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was funny. So I was saying to someone the other day, so my dad was born in England and he was not a Canadian citizen. So he wasn't able to vote. And mm-hmm. I remember him saying when I was young that he just didn't see the point in going through all the effort to vote because it was just like picking who's the better liar. Yeah. And then <laughs> I obviously am married to a conspiracy theorist. See our earlier COVID episode. <laughs> um, conspiracy theorist who's like accurate on most things, but go on. Right. Yes. Yeah. We use quotation marks for that now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, no wonder I'm here now. Just like, I don't believe any of you fucking quacks. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I do just find for my kids though, like they're at a really hard age where they obviously don't get it. They yeah. just like at when it first started and the, and the parks had caution tape all over mm-hmm. and our youngest son, like when we went for walks and he would see the park and we wouldn't be able to go, he would just be crying and the park's not closed. The park's not closed. And now it was the same thing with the pool. And then we found out that the pool was, um, they were like, we were able to go the last couple of months and now, in a week we won't be able to anymore so I am dreading hearing him cry that the pool is closed for the next year or however long yeah and I just think those parts are hard you know like they don't understand why one week the park is closed and the next week it's not and one week we're allowed at the pool and the next week we're not you know like yeah. Do you have a way that you explain it to them? Because like, just for for the people listening to know, your boys are four and five, right? Turning um, six. They're actually both four right now. Um, That's three and five. But yeah, one will be turning five next month. Yeah. One will right. turn four. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a hard age to have a conversation. Like, I just try really hard to be, I don't know, find age appropriate ways. But mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't feel like I'm doing enough though. So like if anyone's listening and has suggestions, like I would love mm-hmm. to hear them. Um, but for right now, like the other day I went and picked up our lawn sign for who we voted for. And I was actually in the parking lot and I had the sign and I was just explaining to the kids why we vote and why daddy and I are choosing to vote the way that we are. Mm-hmm. And that there's, there's people that are in charge who get to make rules for us and we have to vote who we want in charge quotation marks again. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was crying in the parking lot. Like I was so overwhelmed and emotional and just was like, I don't want to say grieving my kid's childhood. Like that might sound dramatic, but like in a way I am like my son who who just turned four, like he's now, half of his birthdays in his life have been considered illegal. Like I just had to cancel their birthday party because of the restrictions and they have no idea. Like they don't get it. Um, sorry. I'm getting emotional not, again. <laughs> no. And you have every right to be Amanda. Like, honestly, this, I mean, kids are so resilient, but to a point, right? Like, yeah. Okay. They don't need some extravagant, huge thing, but it's like, they when still you have people show up for them though. 
Well, right. And you're trying to tell us that family is like illegal. You know, your close friends are illegal. Um, To celebrate you is like technically illegal. Meanwhile, like you may as well just go have it at Costco. Well, that's the thing, right? Like if my husband and I chose to be vaccinated, my kids would still be allowed to have a birthday party. Yeah. Even though vaccinated people can still spread and contract COVID, somehow they are the elite. Yeah. And I honestly just, I don't know how to explain it to them. We tried to make his actual birthday extra special. Mm-hmm. My other son, whose birthday is next month, will try to make extra special. And then we are having a joint party for them um, in a couple of weeks just at the house now. But mm-hmm. they really did want to see all of their friends. And yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm just sad for them. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know how to explain it. And I just feel like I'm so emotional all the time with everything that's going on. Like, I don't want their childhood or like their memories from their childhood just being of mommy crying or, you Mm -hmm. know, all these things. Like, they just deserve so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I I don't know how you're doing it, Amanda, because that is such a tough age. But it's like, how can you explain it to them when we can't even explain it ourselves? We can't even understand it ourselves. Like, there's no way you can't even explain this to another human being. Like, imagine being your best friend being in a coma this whole time and they wake up tomorrow and you have to explain, like, what the hell's going on and, like, why the rules are the way that they are. Like, you couldn't. They'd be like, what the fuck? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. You guys went along with this for all this time? Yeah. What have you been doing? And it's like, no, I don't. Like, I I have a few people in my life that are vaccinated, but you know, are respectful enough to know that like we have our own decisions that we can make for our family and they still love us for it. Um, But I would say majority of the people in my life who are now vaccinated have like completely treated me like shit and cut me out. Yeah, absolutely. Like for something where we're all in this together and then all of a sudden it's become so political that you're cutting your own family out is like, to me, it's like in such a society where we're supposed to be so accepting of people, we're supposed to be so accepting of like people, you know, who they want to love and what gender they want to be. And, you know, like what, like what color you want to be today, what you want to dress like, like who you want to be on the outside representing. It's like to be so narrow minded on this subject to me is like, so beyond fucked yeah yeah like I don't know how to explain that to my kids and it's like I throughout all of this I just explained to them to be kind to be respectful and keep smiling and move on like and that's we say that has been my favorite part through this is seeing the way that my kids are able to brighten the day of someone even just say like their grocery store clerk or something, because we're the same. Like we still smile at everyone and, you know, have a nice day. How was your morning? Those things. So it has been nice seeing them still be good people. And, you know, like they haven't stopped doing those things, Mm -hmm. but yeah. And like the amount of people that have told me that it's no big deal that my kids are missing their birthday parties. Like I might actually start throwing hands. (laughs) Yeah. 
No, it is. It is a big deal. Those are like the little things. And yeah, it doesn't have to be extravagant. But when you are trying to tell us what we can and cannot do, like, I'm pretty much at the point and like, this may just like ruffle so many feathers, but like, I really don't give a fuck. I will throw a birthday party for my kid. And if you want to come, you can fucking come. And if you want to follow those fucking fucked up rules, then follow those fucked up rules. Yeah. Um, whoever's, whoever comes can come. Um, I believe in my, (laughs) I believe in my immune system. I believe that I've had COVID before and I believe that I've made it through it. Um, I believe that my spouse has had it before and he's also made it through it. And I do understand that there are people that haven't made it through it and that sucks, but there's been so many things that have happened. Um, so many illnesses, so many, um, ailments that have affected people. And it's like literally no different than any other year. Yeah. Yeah. In my eyes. I'm sorry. And I don't, I don't wish harm on anybody. I don't wish harm. I don't want anybody to be sick. I don't want anyone to be in the hospital. Um, I don't know anyone in the hospital currently. I don't know who anyone who knows anyone that's currently in the hospital. So, I mean, that's, to me, that's, that's crazy. Into this, that those should be factors in making your own decision. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even before we started recording, like I said, the same thing. And I don't know of a single person that has had um, long-term effects from COVID besides uh, my one good friend had her sense of smell was a little bit hard coming back, but she went to acupuncture and that seemed to help quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But even that person does not believe in the mandates or vaccinations. And I only know of two people that have spoken out against their um, reactions to the vaccine. So yeah, for me, what I'm seeing in my personal life is just not making me feel safe and comfortable to do any of those things. And Mm -hmm. for anybody that believes that we shouldn't have the choice to decide what's best for our own family, I don't even know what to say to them at this point. I have many, many a word. Um, I mean, I, I actually had a good friend on the phone with me and I, I take her with a grain of salt. Um, but she actually told me that she knows I'm not vaccinated. She knows I don't wear masks. Um, that being said, I am, I, I take my health very seriously, actually. I always have. It's something I've preached to my kids. Um, and it's actually part of our homeschool about how to actually really take care of yourself. And I'm literally starting from scratch here because we were dealt a shitty hand of, like, our parents didn't fucking know how to properly have a healthy diet. Um, told, my parents told us to drink lots of milk. <laughs> I know. Like, hello. Now it's like <laughs> calcium. Like yeah, anything, I know like, my joints are inflamed at 20. <laughs> <sighs> right. So I'm starting from scratch. I'm learning as I go. But like I tell my kids, I told them this before COVID, take care of yourself now so that things are easier in your life when, you know, certain sicknesses might hit you or you develop something like it's gonna be so much easier to fight if you just do this. Right. And, um, I, I still continue that it's part of homeschool now where we talk about what's good for our bodies and what's not, um, and how to be responsible for your own health. Right. And it's always been a, a, a topic of like, 
anything that you're putting on your skin or in your scalp, like your shampoo, um, like even your laundry detergent, all of those things, like all of those things affect your body. They're literally on your body, which go into your body. You have to be conscious of what is in these things, right? And be smart about it and less is more. And um, that's been a huge a huge topic for us too. Um, just like getting outside is huge. Like I'm like, you can cancel a lot of things, but you cannot cancel outside for me and it won't happen. <laughs> like it can happen when it's anything below 15 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Yes. There are those days that I'm <laughs> with you, Amanda, I'm not going out, but like, if I don't get outside and get fresh air, like I can't function. Yeah. You know, um, those people that say those things who, that's what I was trying to say. My friend who I was telling you the other day came over for lunch and I was like nervous about it because we have two completely different views on it. But I'm like, listen, I respect her for thinking, for doing what she feels is best. She doesn't feel exactly the same. Um, but she actually told me, that for people who decide not to wear masks and not follow the rules and not get vaccinated, like that's their choice, but then they don't get a spot in the hospital. That makes sense. And literally I, I have seen this woman treat her body like shit for many a year. And I was there, me and my family were there at her home when her heart stopped and she turned blue and was on the floor. And we had to call an ambulance. We had to bring her back. And that would be like me telling her that because you've treated your body like shit for so many years that no, you don't get that ambulance. We're just going to leave you here. Well, and it's interesting to see how many of the people that say that and have that opinion are smokers or are obese or Mm -hmm. whichever, whichever, whichever. That is all part of lifestyle choices and your yeah. freedom to your freedom how you want. yeah that's that's exactly it and again it's like those people who are getting vaccinated like for the things that we know and the research we've done it does make me sad in a way because I really hope we are wrong and that they everything goes well for them but it's like it makes me kind of nervous I'm not gonna lie I mean, absolutely. And I think, I don't know. I just think that there's fear everywhere you look. And as much as we're all trying not to, like, we're just bombarded with it. For sure. For sure. And I think, I mean, speaking with you and speaking with a handful of my friends that I have left. (laughs) (laughs) We love all three of you. Yeah. The three of you. Shout out. Um, Funny enough, though, my I feel like my group has gotten bigger <laughs> through all this. Like, I've really found, like, it's like quality versus quantity, right? But it's, like, yeah. it's almost, like, expanded. And it's, like, I have people it's everywhere. Like, level of solidarity like, we have with each other. Oh, yeah. Um, everyone's going through it right now. Everyone's really having a hard time right now. And um, Good times. Finding, Sorry, do you find anything that, like makes you feel better 
about the day-to-day stuff that we have to deal with these fucking I don't know about anybody else in Canada we literally get um emergency alerts on our fucking phone yeah so (laughs) I want to say I I don't know depends on the day like I cry a lot I'm a crier so like every three days I just need a good cry to (laughs) release all the frustration Yes. Um, I do try to journal, actually. I find journaling and affirmations can be quite helpful. Um, Sticking to that routine when you're kind of starting to feel depressed is a struggle, but it, yeah, if I'm able to do it, it does help. Um, And I do try to do like everyone, if you've listened to our episodes, knows how much I love my baths. So I definitely, like, we get, like, magnesium salts and some other additives for baths and that. And I'll just, like, sometimes I'll line up crystals along the bath. And I have, like, crystal candles. And I'll get all bougie about it. And Oh, you're amazing. Sometimes I just sit in there and, like, breathe and try not to murder somebody. So it, like, really depends on the day. Yeah. What do you find is the best thing that helps you? Um... Well, throughout the summer, I found gardening was really helpful to me. It's just like being outside and just hands in the dirt, watching your stuff grow, like creating was always really nice for me. Um, We play a lot of board games, um, which again, it's like, it's hard to even have the radio or the TV on nowadays. So I feel like just like laughter, like we taught the kids so many games like my my son's been playing crib for the last two years he's eight like he's so hardcore about it and we actually my spouse just taught the kids texas hold'em poker (laughs) i love it (laughs) yeah so we've been playing that a lot just like finding like fun and other things um you know whereas before we might have like been like oh let's like turn on um you know the tv or this or that now we're just like yeah let's just let's like use our brains a little bit. Um, I also like baths, but mine aren't as bougie as yours. So I'm super jealous. (laughs) Get me some crystal tea lights. (laughs) That's right. I need these. Um, And then honestly, like I've done this since, and it's a probably a really bad habit, but man, does it help my, like my mood um, at the end of the night? Cause do you feel like so drained by the end of the day if you've been like scrolling or like hearing things or there's new restrictions or whatever? Like I've always put on like a funny show. Like I always put on like South Park or like Family Guy or something stupid that takes no train of thought or thinking or anything that I know is like dedicated to making me laugh. I just turn that on. Yeah, we always have like a dumb show like that that we can just turn on and like, let our brains melt for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. My go-to is like trashy reality TV. Like I can watch mm. all day of 90 Day Fiance and pretend the whole world doesn't exist. So, oh good for you. I never got into it, but there's been so many memes that I've shared that people are like, "Yeah, 90 Day Fiance." And I'm like, "What the fuck? I don't know, I but I love it." Like <laughs> Yeah, I do like that too. It makes you feel so much better about your life. 
Oh, especially when it's like a chaos show like that or Teen Mom. I'm like, yeah. Teen fucking Mom, man. I don't even know what's going on anymore. We canceled our TV. But fuck, man, I miss it. Yeah, I think everyone just like needs something to zone into when you want to forget the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I find just I'm lucky enough that like I'm literally forced to get outside every day because I have my own dog walking business but so that I think just the vitamin d alone even if I'm feeling shitty I'm like fuck I gotta go get paid to fucking be outside like worst worst thing in the world right but that's been really helpful and just like exploring Alberta yeah in a way I'm just like looking forward to those things like even things on my bucket list like that bucket list book that you gave me it's literally all just things that are like easy to maintain things that could be done here in Alberta. Aw, I love that. Yeah, yeah. You should because I want to make episode and talk about our bucket lists. <laughs> yeah, that would be so much fun. Um, I fucking love bucket lists, and especially since you gave me that book, I'm like, oh, this makes me so much more accountable, so I can like actually get it done. And it's fun crossing things off of it. It is. It is for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just trying to stay as positive as I can. I think it's important for your kids to see you maybe have those crying moments too, you know, like these, these are the things like, no, again, no matter what your view is on this whole thing, this is like history. Like, this is crazy. Like our kids will be telling their kids about and this and right down to it we all just want to do what's best for our kids we do absolutely and everyone has the right to do just that um some people like funny enough the summer the first summer of this whole thing I sat down with my two other friends because and we're friends because our kids are friends they all came over to my backyard we had coffee and Bailey's outside and we all discussed what are we doing? Are we sending them back to school? What are we doing? Fucking all three of us had different views. We had different reasons as to why we were doing what we were doing. One sent hers back to school. Not a problem. Um, The other kept hers home, but did online learning because she was scared of getting COVID and her kids getting COVID. I kept my son home because, and did homeschool, like just straight up homeschool because I didn't agree with anything and I didn't want him to be subjected to any type of fear or anxiety or anything like that. So like literally the three of us were not as tight as we used to be. We all still respect each other, but we all did three different things. Yeah. And it's interesting you say that, actually, because I met up with a friend the other day, and my oldest son and her oldest daughter are six weeks apart. Um, We actually have pictures of them as babies in their little swings beside each other. Yeah. Um, And, like, we, since day one, have parented very differently. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, when it comes to even what we feed our kids, how we um, discipline them, literally anything you can think of, it's been different. And so we were talking about COVID the other day and she feels differently than I do, but we, we have conversations and she's like very interested to hear why I feel the way that I do and vice versa. 
And we just kind of joked. We we're like, we've literally been training for this for like five years. Like we've been training to have different, different opinions and still be friends. Yeah. So I really hope that anyone that's listening, like does have those friends that they're able to have conversations with and disagree and still be friends. It's healthy. Like I, I feel that way too. I feel like, you know, I, we talk to our kids about our views, but we also stress the importance of other, not everybody thinks like that. And in fact, a lot of people don't think like that. And so when it comes to like having these discussions or hanging out with your friends or like us going to a family event, like everybody has a right to think the way that they think and have the opinion that they have. And it might not meet ours and that's okay. And we can just like, we can still be friends. We can still love people despite those things. And um, so that's been a challenge too, because like my son, I mean, I can talk to him about a lot of this stuff in an age appropriate way. And for a while he was like, man, like you just like, this is so stupid. I'm so frustrated. And now it's like that he has this mindset. That being said, we do a gratefulness journal every morning where he says what he's grateful for. And I just feel like he, you know, like even his friends, like we'll have friends come over. We're like, oh, let's go get like a a chocolate bar or a Slurpee or something if it's a hot day. And his friend brings his mask and he wears it in. And like, that's his, that's his right to do so. If that's what him and his family feel like is, is best for him, then you go ahead and wear it. We don't feel that way. So it's okay. Let's all go in together. Like it is a really great opportunity to teach your kids how to effectively communicate and also how to respect other people's choices. Yeah. Yeah. Diversity, right? Isn't that what we are trying to teach everybody? Absolutely. And have the world have more like understanding that people are different. So that's where, that's where I'm stumped. That's where I'm like, I know some people say, well, it doesn't matter because it's about your health, but I feel the same way. It is about my health. So I have that right. And mental health is part of our health. So, Mm -hmm. but I mean, in conclusion, we're all just trying to do the fucking best that we can and not go crazy. And those of us in blended situations have, extra chaos to deal with so yeah I mean I gotta say on on an end note on that I am happy to report that this hasn't caused a huge fucking gong show as of right now um so I'm happy about that I'm happy to hear that we can I mean I won't say we're effectively parallel parenting (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's better than nothing. <laughs> it, it's it's going okay. Um, no one's really super pissed off at each other. It, w- do we wish things were different and that we could do different things with my stepdaughter? Absolutely, but it's just the way it is. Like we just we unfortunately have another household who doesn't exactly feel that way. So we kind of have to meet in the middle in a lot of things. I think it's really healthy that you have accepted that she has another home and that you don't always have control over the decisions that are made. I mean, that's something that I've struggled with for sure. So I really admire that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. It's a like, if this was four years ago, like, holy shit. Yeah. 
I would have lost my shit. I would have been like, no, we're like, you know, we both, me and my spouse both would have been like, no, this is what we're doing. And it's something that even our family is like, just, you know, you gotta, you know, do something about this situation. And we're just like, I mean, we are kind of, our hands are tied. And so that's been something that they haven't been as understanding with. But it's like, again, unless you're in a blended family, you have no fucking clue, ma'am. Well, and especially the older generations, like it wasn't really talked about as much because it wasn't as common. No. You know, and now it's just, (laughs) everything's just so much more complicated. (laughs) Everything is. And that's why I said to you the other day, like, I don't know how our parents would have dealt with this when we were kids. And I, I, I am so thankful that we didn't have to. Yeah. Well, honestly, when you text me that, like, I needed to hear it because it's hard knowing if you're making the right decisions or if you are doing enough to, for me anyways, like, I just sometimes I wonder if I'm doing enough to, for their childhoods and just at the ages that they are, you know, for them not to miss out. I've just got to say that it's so funny how we think that and just you even thinking that. makes you a wonderful mom but like even just calling earlier just so that my son could say happy birthday to your son and seeing just how carefree and happy they are and just goofy and just playing and it's like like I look at them and I'm like those are so those are two happy healthy boys right there thank you so it's hard to remember that sometimes it's sometimes you need an outer source and I'd be lying if I didn't feel that way too. Like sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, I pulled him from school. Like I don't want him to be like a hermit or whatever, but obviously this is an upcoming episode topic about homeschool, but it's like, you're taking them to the grocery store. They're seeing people, they're interacting with people on a regular basis. That alone does wonders for their social skills. Yeah. So we and just and one to- thing that I have noticed about them being around me full time and just being able to like model the behavior that I want from them is like at three and four, they're both four right now. Mm-hmm. Um, their manners are insane. Like I just love watching them. Like mm-hmm. somebody will get in his way. And he's like, Oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Coming from a little munchkin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but no there's pros and cons for sure and I mean I'm thankful that we have this relationship and this podcast and yeah you know it's like a chance to ground each other every now and again oh and just makes me feel like less crazy all the time so again even just starting this podcast with you and just like the community has been great and again I don't expect anybody to have the same views as Amanda and I and maybe this episode is a little bit out there, but I think it's important to be heard. And I think it's important to just acknowledge the fact that like, I don't care what your view is, but going through this fucking last two years has been so crazy. But to be thrown in a blended family situation has just been like a shit show. So like, I think we all deserve a fucking gonna say a pat on the back but probably a drink I was gonna say you're looking at your drink (laughs) I'm looking at it currently (laughs) with love in her eyes hello (laughs) 
So that being said, um, I just want to thank everybody for listening to another mother podcast and being a part of our community. And just remember, no matter how unique your situation, you're not alone. To be a part of the show, make an episode topic suggestion or to share your story, please email info at anothermotherpodcast.ca and make sure to follow at Another Mother Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you.